Wake up. Wake up. Get up. Yo, how y'all doing? I hope you're having a good day. I hope you're feeling well. I hope you're ready to get out there and get shit done. Yeah. What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to your favorite podcast, Thoughts by the Vildiata Podcast. Shout out to everybody who's been listening since I started this podcast on Anchor. Anybody that's new, welcome to the family. I appreciate you tuning in. So today's episode, we were, it was a request. I threw it out there into the universe and I said, what do you guys want to hear me talk about? Got a request. They want me to talk about, um, damn, I forgot. (laughs) They want me to talk about co-parenting, co-parenting in the black community. Especially with something, something I know about a little bit about because I am currently co-parenting and I'm black in the black community. So, gonna give you my expert amateur advice on co-parenting in the black community. Um, very important subject matter because a large number of people uh, find themselves in a co-parenting situation. A lot of relationships don't work out. What is it? I can't even remember the statistics. But basically, at least 50%, at least half of marriages out here, we can safely say, are ending in in divorce. And then you have the people who were never married in the first place. Um, Some people aren't even in relationships when they have kids. But it puts you in a weird spot. Because now you have a child with this person. You got to raise it, right? You definitely got to raise it. So how do you do that? I'm going to try to give some advice some disciplines because that's my thing right that's what i do i do disciplines try to give you some disciplines on how to act and interact with each other to make it work so let's get into it first thing first uh uh, advice that i would give you um if you find yourself in a co-parenting situation if if there's no chance, zero chance, you've realized that there's absolutely no possibility that you're going to reconcile this relationship. So, uh, first and foremost, you should try to reconcile the relationship. Let me backtrack a little bit. But once you've realized that it's just not going to work, it's just it's just not happening, and that you're going to have to get up out of there, the first step, we need you to make a clean break. Make a clean break. Don't leave any strings attached uh, you got to stop smashing each other. You got to stop uh, hanging out, you know, and, and, and giving each other false hopes that there may be a resurrection of the relationship if it's not. Now, if there is a chance, by all means, you should fix it. First and foremost, my advice to anybody in a situation with somebody, a relationship situation, a marriage or whatever, and there's a chance that you could fix it fix it first and foremost but once all that's done and you just know for sure there's no way of fixing it you gotta make a clean break you gotta um, um, stop the physical activity is what I feel is most important because a lot of times that keeps people connected It, it, it creates like this false sense of connection it's a way of people to hold on to each other without holding on to each other you know I'm still getting the goodies so you know what I mean? I'm still in there. But that means there's still hope. As, as long as y'all are still willing to lay down with each other, 
then uh, there's still hope for resurrection and y'all should fix that. Reconciliation, I guess I should say, instead of resurrection. But either way, it means there's still hope. That's one of the things if, if you're going through a divorce, that a question that you'll be asked is, are y'all still having sex with each other? Because there's, uh, from what I hear, there's a lot of judges that won't even grant you a divorce if they know that you're still having sex with each other. It's probably kind of like one of the prerequisites. So make that clean break first and foremost. The second advice I'll give you is worry about yourself. That's right. Worry about yourself. Don't be out here uh, um, stressing yourself about what that other person is doing because you don't want them right. You don't want to be with them. So don't worry about what they're doing. As long as what they're doing is not dangerous or hazardous to the child, it's not putting the child in danger, it ain't none of your business. It's none of your business who they're dating, who they're hanging out with, who they have coming by, as long as they're not putting that child in danger. So, yes, as a parent, me as a father specifically, I do take an interest into who uh, my daughter's mom dates, but not to the point where I'm just all up in their business. You know the difference. There's a big difference. People use that as an excuse to be petty to and, and just run people off is what they're really trying to do. They're trying to run people off from, from their ex. So they'll try to make a big deal about that person and, oh, the person does this and this person does that and whatever, whatever. But it's really none of your business as long as your kid is safe because they shouldn't be bringing your child around this person too soon anyway if you had a baby with someone that had common sense male or female there should be a screening time period between the time that you guys stop messing with each other and they start dealing with somebody else to the point where they're going to actually start considering bringing that person around your kid so worry about yourself i know people who um are in situations to where they're not even getting to see their kid because they're dating somebody. And that's some bull. I've seen people who have been trying to take their kids on trips and weren't allowed to take their kid on a trip because they're dating somebody. And it's like, that's stupid. You gotta uh, give credit where credit's due, I guess you would say. It's the, and understand that, especially when you're dealing with, with men, because we don't get enough credit a lot of time of being able to take care of our children. For some reason, people think that we are incapable of taking care of children. Listen, it's your baby daddy, your ex, is a grown man, and he's got good sense. He's got common sense. He's not going to let anything happen to that kid. Now, I understand there are some guys out there that y'all just aren't confident in uh, uh, making sure that your kid stays alive. Be honest about it. And there's women out there that guys aren't confident in being able to keep sustain and keep that kid alive, you know, for any period of time. But if I'm talking about in a scenario where, you know, this person is completely capable of taking care of their kid, don't use that as a string to dangle in front of them and saying, uh, OK, well, since if, if your girlfriend's going kid can't go or if your boyfriend's over there my son can't be over there i don't want my nobody around my kid and now you're over there trying to beat the dude up trying to run the dude off don't don't act like that that's petty now we all have our petty moments especially early on especially early on there's a lot of emotion still there and that's why there should be 
most people do have like a, a cold down period between them and that next person because it's a lot of stuff that uh that has to get sorted out but don't don't do that don't be petty like that don't use the child as a weapon that's the next thing don't use the child as a weapon to uh manipulate the other parent because i've seen it where it's like okay if you don't do this you can't see a kid if you don't give me this you can't see your kid that's bullshit don't do nobody like that because a real father that 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 child has them by the heartstrings and it can really be damaging to a person's mentally um creating anxiety post-traumatic stress disorder and all types of things from not being able to see their child it's nothing to play with it's, it's definitely not a game fellas i'm talking to you too if you get custody if you're the custodial parent don't be one of these people that try to say you know try to dictate another person's life and use that child as the manipulator to make them do what you want them to do at the end of the day it's not going to work it's just going to it's just going to create tension between the both of y'all and eventually something's going to go wrong there's going to be some type of blow up there's going to be some type of outrage you know something's going to happen because you're putting people in a difficult spot you're putting people in a spot that's forcing them to be emotional how could you not be emotional about your kids and you know from the outside looking in you look stupid to us when you're doing this stuff and 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 you may have some people on your side that's rooting you on and telling you yeah yeah dude yeah yeah dude don't 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 go for that don't let her she ain't did that don't even drop him back off or you know if he ain't broke you off that five hundred dollars then he don't deserve to see his kid everybody deserves to see to see that kid whether they're deadbeat or not i tell people this all the time that and because this is how my mother was it doesn't matter how long he hasn't been there it doesn't matter what matter what he did or what he didn't do when that man makes an effort to be in that kid's life you allow him and because eventually the child is going to see what's going on it's going to come of age it's going to see what's going on and the child will be able to make their own decision about how they feel about that parent don't do it for them so we're going to keep this show rolling right after this break talk a little bit about communication talk about communication communication during co-parenting so many problems can be avoided just by keeping the other parent informed now i'm not talking about communication in the form of micromanagement or being petty i i've seen an instance on social media where a lady had a fit because the guy got his son haircut son came over two boys came over needed a haircut he cut their hair she had a fit uh say he mutilated the kids and all type of stuff that's just being petty i've seen where um where guys get mad for the same thing like you took your son for his first haircut versus letting him 
take the son for the first haircut. Now, something like that a father is going to be a part of, but things like getting kids haircut and getting their hair done and stuff like that is basic parenting. A parent should be able to make those kind of moves without consulting another parent. What I'm talking about when I say communicating is pickup times, being specific about when and where you're going to pick them up and being on time and calling and texting if you're going to be late, that type of stuff. I'm talking about, um, you know, if once it gets to the point where you are going to start bringing someone around your kid, uh, at that point, it's, you know, you let the other person know, hey, we're going to go to the movies and so-and-so's coming or uh, uh, whatever. I do think that is important. I do think that once you get to a point where you're dating someone, once you get to the point where that person is going to be introduced and start being around the kid, I think at that point, at that point, it kind of comes becomes the other parent's business. Because if the person is going to be around the kid, then the whichever parent, the mother or the father, should at least have got the opportunity to meet and shake this person's hand and know who their kid is going to be around at least visually at least be able to visually identify and spot the person because you never know what's going to happen you know you never know what what can go on so you want it to at least be able to imagine let me just throw out a hypotheticals imagine uh you're dating a guy and you just come up missing something happens you come up missing and the father of your child has no idea what the guy you're dating looks like last person he knew you that you that that you to be with last person he knew that you were was with this person who he doesn't know has never seen knows nothing about think about putting yourself in that situation it's more of a safety issue than a checking in thing you know you got to keep those lines of communications open if the child needs something be willing to reach out and say hey johnny needs this uh as the non-custodial parent take it upon yourself to reach out sometimes and say hey what does little johnny need does he have his school clothes does he have a haircut does he need some sneakers does he need some money for lunch communicate with each other talk to each other because what they say communication runs the nation some some corny stuff like that it's real though it's real though majority of uh misunderstandings come from lack of communication or miscommunication so make sure that you communicate make sure that you communicate clearly you know what i mean don't beat around your bush and keep the attitudes out of the situation you have to keep you have to keep in mind that at the end of the day it's about the kid it's not about you it's not about how you feel about uh, her boyfriend it's not about how you feel about his girlfriend none of that matters it's not what his mom said to you at thanksgiving last year none of that has nothing to do with the situation between you and them being a parent even if he's a bad parent i had one of the best examples that i can think of of co-parenting in my mother uh because like i say my dad wasn't around a lot I didn't see my dad from the time I was 8 to the time I was 15, then only a few times after that, you know, lived with him for a while, but anytime that he made an effort to be in my life, when he started communicating 
My mother would always put me in communication with my father. When he wanted me to come uh, live with him, she allowed me to go live with him and experience. I actually went to live with him twice. And, you know, she never interfered or stepped in or, or did anything to separate me from being able to have the experience of being around and being with my father. So, because uh, eventually the kid is going to be able to see for themselves what type of person this person is. And yeah, they'll get hurt a little bit, but life's going to hurt you. <laughs> be honest with you, life's going to hurt you. You can't protect them. You're not doing them a service by quote unquote protecting them from the other parent. Unless that parent is abusive, unless that parent is, is you know, just on some wild stuff, you know, smacked out or whatever, some, something like that. You're not protecting that kid from keeping them away from that other parent. You're actually causing more damage, more anxiety, more post-traumatic stress disorders, more depression, more uh, lack of uh, uh, self-confidence and, and, and building a bad self-image because it, it, when they're not understanding why you're keeping them away from that parent. So if it's unnecessary, if you're unnecessarily keeping that child away from that parent, you need to stop that and open up the lines and communicate. I don't care how long it's been since he called. If he called, let him talk to his kid and vice versa. If you're, if fellas, if you're the custodial parent, I don't care how long it's been since she called. When she calls, put the kid on the phone. You know, meet him at McDonald's if you need to. Hell, give him a ride. Stop being petty. We're at the point now where uh, it was times where me and my daughter's mom uh, drove together. We rode together from Atlanta to, to Valdosta. Three and a half hours, we were in the car together. My daughter was down there for the summer. I think it was the summer. It was her birthday. She might have been there on her on the break during her birthday. And we were going to see her. We rode together. It was no problems, no fussing, no arguing because what we were doing, we were doing for the kid. Now that my daughter stays in California, if I want to go visit my daughter and I fly out to California, if I need somewhere to stay, I'm she will allow me to stay in that house because we communicate. We we're past the whole petty, angry, you know, uh, uh, um, um, non-productive stage. We've been out of that for years and now we're actually just able to co-parent and to work on raising this child to be the best person they can be together it's gonna be days you're not gonna like each other it's gonna be days the other person's gonna make you mad you're gonna get pissed whatever whatever yada yada blase blase so on and so forth but you can't let that stop you you can't let that interfere with you raising this kid at the end of the day the kid is the one who ends up with the most harm you understand what I'm saying? And so, as a result, you end up one day in the future sitting around the table for Thanksgiving. And all of a sudden, there's this freaking outburst from your child of how you ruined their life, ruined their life and kept them away from their other parent. And see what I'm saying? I know because this type of stuff has happened to me. But it wasn't, it wasn't towards my mother because, like I say, she never stopped me. It was more towards my father just for not being there. So, you understand what I'm saying? So, eventually that child is going to get an understanding. Communicate with each other. Work with each other. 
you have you have a child together um financial responsibility is very important no matter what happens in your life you still have a child to take care of whether you're on any type of spousal support child support whatever it is you still have a child to take together if 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 you get married you have more kids you still have a child to take care of i'm talking to you fellas ladies too because i know i know some ladies i know some ladies that got to a point where you know they were raising raising a kid raising a kid and it got to a certain point where the kid was in their teens and the mother ended up in another relationship and ended up uh, with child and at that point now she decides okay now after i've kept you away from your father all this time now that i have a new family go with your father ain't that some bullshit yeah that's some bullshit don't 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 be that person man don't be this person i could go on and on and on about this but i'm not i'm not i'm not gonna do it because y'all didn't come here for that y'all came here for some discipline so discipline of the day man whatever it takes whatever it takes for you and that other parent the uh, the mother the father whatever it takes for you two to be able to work together to raise the most functional the most productive human being that you can do it i don't care if you hate each other's guts put your pride to the side and make it happen remember to be the reason somebody's motivated or masturbated today either way you made a difference my friend and take this information use it however you will i'm out of here peace